0: It is Thursday, May 25th, 2023. This is another edition of Baseball Today presented to you by MLB Nine Innings. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. Producer Dan along for the ride as well. What a busy, busy Thursday. Obviously, you got your share of baseball. Not everybody plays today. Some teams are traveling. But tonight at 6 o'clock Eastern, we have got an elimination game tonight. Aren't you involved in that one?
1: Who are we playing? I have no idea the schedule of this release. And to be really? honest with you, I'm I'm being serious right now. Who are we playing?
0: I think, aren't you playing Pinstripe Strong?
1: Ah, uh, we are. I'm excited. I'll be in the chat for that one.
0: Yeah, it's always good. The, the chat They're coming off a, a heater. Live. Heck yeah. Well, they've got a winning streak for the first time in their lives. So make sure you tune into that. And then tonight, everybody hopefully has time at 8 o'clock. On Discovery, it's the battlebot Season 7 Championship, okay? We've got the quarterfinals, the semifinals, and we will crown a brand-new champion. The winner of the giant nut is going to hoist that trophy. Mm. So please join me with Kenny that's tonight, and Farouk. Yeah, that's tonight. So make sure that you watch it. It is a great, great final. But... I want to remind everybody that today's episode of Baseball Today is sponsored by MLB 9 Innings, which has a wide variety of game modes. From league mode, where users play through an entire season, to live play-by-play. They have over 2,000 player cards to collect and use in your dream roster. They have the most up-to-date rosters, logos, ballparks, unis, and they have introduced new historic Hall of Fame players to the MLB 9 Innings roster, like Larry Walker, Walter Johnson, Hank Aaron, Michael Jack Schmidt, Trevor Hoffman, and much more. So download and play MLB nine innings 23 today. Use the link in the description and don't forget to get your MLB nine innings question of the week in by tonight. So we can pick the best one, use it on tomorrow's show. And the winner of that will get a baseball today. T-shirt. So excellent, excellent stuff. Speaking of excellent. See what I'm wearing. The team that's getting straight A's. Those LA angels shohei hit his 12 trout hit his 12 the angels swept the red sox who came into anaheim playing some pretty good baseball so they're just what four back in the west or so when will you allow yourself to get emotionally invested in this team
1: i'm always emotionally invested in all the teams chris i really am
0: oh Uh, but i did get a chance
1: i got a chance to see this angels team up close and personal so i got i have a different feel on them now uh a couple guys who they have brought up recently have really changed like the outlook of their team for me. We know Shohei, we know Trout, we know Rendon and we know some of the pitchers, but Mickey Moniak has come up and provided the spark at the top of the offense, like playing a nice center field when Trout isn't out there, playing a nice left field when he is out there. And like I said, just a nice spark at the top of the lineup. He's looking really good. And then Zach Neto at shortstop. I love this kid. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about him. 44 games in the minor leagues, watching him play defensively. Like he is what you want as a shortstop. He's going to make every single play. He'll make some good ones too, but he's just very consistent there. And he's starting to get the bat going as well. So, when I would think about the Angels I'd say man their, their lineup is very top heavy kind of drops off like Hunter Renfro's good he's going to put up his numbers but then you start adding these guys and like it's a different brand of baseball like they're running around the bases like they're kind of causing havoc and they're playing good defense for me like I think that they're a team that can contend I really do the pitching's been enough Shohei's struggle but his numbers are still fine he'll be okay Patrick Sandoval's going to be good I saw Reed Detmers lights out the knock on him is the third time through the order. So if we can figure out a way to just let him face the guys twice and get him out of there. I think that'd be good. I just, they're in a tough division, um, but this is a really good baseball team. And, and my, my take on, are they going to keep Shohei or trade him? I think they're going to keep him. I think they're going to keep him and just try to work something out. They like, they like hired a bullpen coach that was like his guy. Like they're trying everything to keep him there. Um, I think he stays throughout the year, though. That's great. So I guess I didn't yeah, I don't know Shohei, if I answered your question. I think now really I'm already did. emotionally invested. I don't know. They're good, they're a good team.
0: Yeah, I think they have they have played very well. And we have spent a lot of time on this show the last eighteen months going, What can we help? Can we help these two guys? These two studs, two of the five best players in the sport. Can we please help them? I think incrementally they have done that. Um, they need some guys outside of Shohei, who hasn't been as great as he was last year on the mound, and Sandoval, who's been very good to show me something like Griffin Canning the other night pitched really well. You talked about Detmers; He's been up and down. Anderson is a the guy they signed is a big middle of the rotation free agent guy. He has not pitched great, He pitched okay last night. But other than that, he really hasn't pitched well. So we need that. You know, they've kind of Falling into Estevez there at the back end of the bullpen. Who, by the way, I saw him in person. He looks like a defensive end. I think he's like 6'5", 277 pounds. I was like, Jesus, he is enormous. And everybody says he's a sweetheart. So I'm happy for him that he's getting a shot to close. But, yes, I am in. I am in on the Angels. Outside of the Guardians, they are the second team that I root for the hardest in the sport. Because I want to see Mike Trout in there. I want to see Shohei Otani in there. And I make no bones about it. Am I a star jock sniffer? Perhaps. But I will gladly admit that on baseball today. That I want to see them make it to October. At the very least as a wild card. And at least see those guys participate in a three-game series. Because I'm sick of saying that our best players don't play in the most meaningful games. It pisses me off. So I want to see it happen this year. Please. Don't make me spit fire at you in the wrong direction after July.
1: Yeah. They figure some things out in their bullpen too. Like you talked about Estevis, Matt Moore's come over and he's been like a mm-hmm. great find for them. Jaime Barilla, like he's Ray been Burley. really good. So like they, they have the pieces there too. Like, you know, I'm, I'm talking about Detmers and getting him out basically after the fifth inning. Like it's, it's tough to put that on your bullpen, but they have the guys to bridge the gap towards the end of the game. So It's going to be interesting to see what they do. If they, if they try to find some pitching somewhere else, if they think they have somebody in the farm system, I don't really know their farm system, Uh, but they're like a well-rounded team. I think that's the best way to describe them right now. They're playing good defense. They have enough offense and like they can, they can throw it a little bit.
0: All right. Let's talk about Mickey Moniac's old team, the Phillies. They are taking on the Braves tonight for the first time since Philadelphia bounced Atlanta in the divisional round last season uh Phillies came back from a 5 zip deficit they beat Arizona and it saved them looking at a home sweep so what is your confidence level the Phillies will push the Braves atop the division at some point
1: it's pretty low they're going to push the Braves i'm i'm very high on the Braves i think the Braves are probably a, they're a top 3 team in baseball I don't think there's really any debating that they have no holes. So to push them atop the division, there's going to, need to be, there's going to need to be a massive turnaround or just a massive streak. Which, you know, I guess the Phillies are capable of that. I I believe in this team to turn it around enough to get into a wild card position. Uh, the guys that are struggling in their ro- like on their roster, they have track records. Like things are going to turn around. Like Wheeler and Nola haven't been great but I believe in those guys. Uh, you know, the back end of the rotation, we could talk a little bit more about, but you know, the guys that are struggling on offense, Alec Boehm and Trey Turner, like I expect those guys to get it going as well. So there's too much talent to not believe this team can vie for a playoff position, but there's too much talent on the Braves to think that this team is going to push them atop the division. I I don't think they will, um, but I do believe, like I said, that they will be in a position to, punch their ticket to the playoffs.
0: So who do you have more faith in the Phillies or the Mets?
1: <sighs> um, They're they right around the same for me as far as what the pushing the really? Braves, pushing the Braves. Huh? I think the Mets are in a better position to do it, but I think they I, I think the Phillies and the Mets are around the same as far as like when I think about the team and the tier that they're on, I think they're right around the same. Maybe the Mets have a slight advantage, but when this Philly team gets hot, remember, when this Phillies team gets hot, they get red hot. So we're kind of talking about them in a time where they're like, they're lukewarm right now. Um but I I I just think the Braves are in a class above both those teams.
0: Yeah. So, you know, part of the reason the Phillies made the World Series was that one-two punch of Wheeler and Nola. Wheeler was like, just seemed unhittable at times during the playoffs. And you mentioned they both struggled. Both of them have an ERA over four. Ranger Suarez just came back. He is trying to find his footing. He hasn't pitched well in either of his starts yet so far. Taiwan Walker, who was a free agent signing for them, has been Horrible for the most part, and that fifth spot, it just feels like it's a rotating cast of characters that they're trying to settle on somebody, whether it's Dylan Covey. I just saw that guy pitch.
1: I just brought him over.
0: The other stuff, like Schwarber's got a negative war. Yeah, he's got a dozen homers, but a negative war. Castellanos started out great. He slid a little bit. You mentioned about the Trey Turner struggles. Now, these are guys that we're not talking about like two- or three-year track records for a lot of these guys. You're talking about six, seven decade long track record. So yeah, I think that's gonna, I think that's the way this team's gonna have to win. I think they're gonna have to outslug you. I think they're gonna have to win eight to six ball games, and that's okay. Y- you mentioned just get in the dance for them. And they're not that far out in the wild card, whether they one and a half, two games out. So as long as it's that, I don't think catching the Braves is the goal. I gotta be honest with you. They won't come yeah. out and say that, but I think that they know that as long as we get in,
1: Bryce Harper said we can't rely on that. We have to play with some sense with a sense of urgency in this game. So it's I know that that feeling is out there because we saw it happen last year. They went on a massive run right after Bryce went out. Um mm-hmm. but they can't wait that long again. Like you've got to get it going. And I don't know what they're going to do with their pitching staff. Like Strom was their like their best starting pitcher. I think they did they move him into the bullpen.
0: I think he has been moved back temporarily. Now I, I checked their upcoming schedule. They did so they they've got those four guys locked in there, right? It they've got Nola, Wheeler, Walker, and Suarez locked Suarez. in, and then they don't and then they don't have the fifth guy. It's like a TBA. So they're yeah. they're tinkering with that, is what it looks like to me. We'll see. Today's episode, Baseball Today, sponsored by these guys right here at Shady Rays. I want you to take on the sun with gear that is built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays, they have got you covered with these babies. Premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. In fact, Shady Rays offers a world-class product just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics, and that is not all. In fact, shady rays offers the most insane protection in the history of eyewear every pair of these babies is backed by lost and broken replacements so what does that mean it means if you lose these things if you sit on them and break them even on day one of purchase you call them up and you go shady rays i lost my shades no problem mr rose well don't you want to hear what happened Mm -hmm. not exactly we just want to send you a new pair and you go about your day really really That's what it means. It means that you can afford to live your life. You can dare to dream. You can try that high wire act. And if you fumble your glasses, it's okay because they're coming right back at you. And Shady Rays Memorial Day sale is live right now. So head on over to ShadyRays.com. You get 35% all sunglasses that you see out there. Try for yourself the shades rated by five stars by over a quarter of a million people. So don't just take my word for it. Take the word of 250,000 of my closest friends. Head on over to ShadyRays.com. Get 35% off. Your Minnesota Twins. They also avoided a home sweep against the San Francisco Giants. Giants were kicking the ball all over the place yesterday. Did so without Carlos Correa, who has been diagnosed with plantar fasciitis and a muscle strain in his left foot. They don't play today. They'll know by tomorrow whether or not he ends up on the injured list. But for a guy who dealt with offseason, lower extremity issues, how big of a concern is this for the Twins moving forward?
1: I mean, it's a big concern. And I think they'd be wise to let whatever's going on heal now uh, because you need Carlos Correa in this lineup and you need him producing. He hasn't been himself this year, and he'll tell you that. The games that I was calling, he was walking a ton, Hitting the ball, okay. Like, he had some hard hit outs, uh, but the numbers, the results just have not been there for him. Uh, I mean, it's been solely the Minnesota Twins starting pitching that's kept this team right. above the AL Central Division. Like, the the offense has not been there. Uh, they got, they're banged up right now. Joey Gallo's nursing like a hamstring. Uh, Polanco got put on the IL. Uh, Nick Gordon broke his freaking shin. Um, they're just – they're banged up. Uh, I think Larnick had to go on the IELF with like pneumonia. Like it's, it's not good for them in their offense right now. They're going to need some of these young guys to step up. But for me, Carlos is the X factor in that offense. And he even said it himself. He goes, as soon as I get going, this team's going to turn around and, and put some better numbers up and, With him playing at like 65%, 75%, that's not good enough. Like, Let's let this guy get healed up so he can come back and be the force that he can be because they need offense in the worst way. They need to figure out the bullpen usage a little bit too. That wouldn't surprise me if that was an area that they went and tried to figure out at the trade deadline. But Carlos Correa being healthy and producing, if they don't have him in the lineup, they're not going to do anything. Like, they might be able to stay atop, like, a really weak AL Central, but if they don't have him come playoff time, they're not going to be able to do anything. They need Carlos on
0: the field, 100%. Right, so you mentioned the good news, and that is that they're in a really shitty division. So even if they have to put him on the shelf for six to eight weeks, it feels like none of the other teams in here can run away. In fact, it wouldn't shock me if Minnesota remained atop the division, even without him in part because he's got a sub-700 OPS. He does play an exceptional shortstop. Even when he's yes. struggling at the plate, man, there are a few guys I like watching because, I mean, he's got such a bazooka. In the way he throw, fires the ball across, it just seems like everything is so on point. The good news, once again, Kyle Farmer, dependable guy there at shortstop, has been hitting the ball since he came back from that facial fracture, doing a really nice job. So they can make it work. Um. The, the injury scares me whenever you hear about feet that's not something that can heal in 10 days it's just not in fact we've seen foot injuries end some of the great careers across other sports and it's not like you can say okay carlos go take a few days when you come back and dh because guess what they've already got an injury prone guy playing dh they're paying Byron Buxton nine figures to be a twenty eight or twenty-nine year old designated hitter and not keep him out in center field so they he could stay healthy. They don't have that option. It's like the it's like the Phillies right now. If you want to get a guy off his you can't because you're taking the best bat out of their lineup and they're not going to do that.
1: It'd be interesting to see. That's that's a good point. If if Carlos could come back. I mean, the thing about, you know, your feet and coming back to DH, like you still like your feet are like probably the most important part of hitting. Sure, like you know, talk about getting into the ground and stuff like that. You can't do that with a bum foot. So it would be interesting though to see if they would be willing to put Byron in the outfield. From all accounts I've heard, like he ain't gonna play the outfield this year. He's gonna play DH. But if it was amazing. a way to get both of them in the lineup, and you're like, you just had to tell Buck, like, hey, dude, like, just please take it easy out there. Uh, I'd wonder. I wonder if they would do that.
0: That is amazing. I think it's been the least talked about story this year is that Byron Buxton, at his age and with his athletic ability, has become a full-time DH. And it's such a shame because he is so fun to watch play center field. He's unreal. It's a huge part of the reason why they signed him to that extension, even though he was playing like 40% of their games, right? I mean, that we, we were all like, okay, listen, they're paying on what he could bring to the future of the Minnesota Twins, not to what he has brought so far. And part of that was being a gold glove caliber center fielder. And he doesn't snip the field.
1: Yeah, I mean, and they bring in Michael A. Taylor, who's done a great job defensively. Yep. Uh, you know, and right now it's like him and I mean, Willie Castro are like the only two guys that they would really want to, to be out there. Amazing. And if you could put Byron and you get the offense along with the, you know, the platinum glove center field, like they want to do that, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen for them this year, unless Correa forces the hand. I'd be very curious to see what happens if if that was the case.
0: Is there, you don't think I'm off base. If he, let's say he's out and we don't know how severe this injury is. Let's he's say he's open to play this weekend.
1: So I can't believe you know. that.
0: I can't believe it. I mean, it's plantar fasciitis. You know how much pain that is? I, have you taught, you must have had teammates that have dealt with this.
1: Yes, it's no good. I don't know what they can do like, you know, short term to help him. I don't know.
0: But you're right. Like you have to, you have to let it heal. Right. So, I, I mean, don't know. You can't give that thing shots, can you? Because I mean, you'll be walking no around idea. like you're 87 years old.
1: He's in great shape, too. I want to give him some credit. Saw the guy with his shirt off. He's he's broke down. I mean, he told up. us. That. Didn't yeah. know. I said that. I mentioned that a couple times now.
0: <laughs> Why didn't you give him a foot massage while you were out there? That's what you should. I would.
1: Said. I I promise you, I would. Right now, They're like, hey, go give him a foot massage. He'll feel all better. I would fly there right now. My twins need this um, guy. They need. You know what? Not him. only, not only his production. They need. He's a leader. Like yeah. he's a leader. He's going to, you know, face the cameras and talk after the games on the field. Like you know, directing traffic.
0: He like he. He is the real deal in that regard. Um, foot massages over or underrated?
1: Oh shoot! I feel like I like never get a foot massage. So I don't. I give them to Olivia. Yeah, yeah. I like giving her foot and massage. Does, yeah, does I'm not, like a foot it? guy, but I like doing it to her. Yeah, she looks, oh, of course.
0: So you're not Rex Ryan.
1: I'm not Rex Ryan. No,
0: no. Okay. Right. Yeah. I-
1: why are you, why are you foot talking massages, about his feet? Get out of here, man. Come on.
0: I didn't talk about I'm t- talking about foot massages. You're the one who's volunteered that information. Oh, yeah, I didn't go bad. digging on that. That's yeah. Foot massages are very important because you hold a tremendous amount of stress in your feet. You don't think about it, but your feet got to hold up the rest of this stuff. So you're you know going what I like to do? Fun. What's that?
1: And I do that when we do the show sometimes. See,
0: look.
1: Golf ball. Oh, barefoot, rubbing on the bottom of your foot. It's key, man. Well, that's, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Baseball today is brought to you by fume and some of you guys have a bad habit and that's okay. Not everything in a bad habit is wrong. So instead of a drastic uncomfortable change, why not just remove the bad from your habit? Today's sponsor fume uh, is an innovative award nominated flavored air device that helps you do just that. Get rid of the bad from your habit. Instead of electronics fume is completely natural. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses all natural, delicious flavors. Stopping is something we all put off because it's hard, but switching to fume is easy, enjoyable, and even fun. Head to tryfume.com and use code John Boy to save 10% when you get the journey pack today. That's tryfume, T-R-Y-F-U-M.com and use code John Boy to save an additional 10% off your order today.
0: All right. Should we get back to talking baseball a little bit? I guess we should. A different show, but I mean, talking about baseball. Bigger Bryce story out of Wednesday. That Bryce Elder in Atlanta held the Dodgers to one run in six innings. Has an ERA just a smidge over two. Or Bryce Miller in his fifth big league start taking it to the Oakland A's.
1: You know, they're both big stories. I feel like I've talked about Bryce Miller a lot. He's just become like one of the best pitchers in baseball. And he just throws his heater. He threw like 70 out of... 90 pitches or something that like that, which is 77%. Um, but I want to talk about Bryce Elder in Atlanta. Like, I don't know. Like, did this guy come out of nowhere? Do it. I didn't really know this guy was coming up and going to be a stalwart in the rotation, but that's exactly what he has been. 10 games started already averaging, you know, over five innings pitch per start and just doing a great job. in what's one of the tougher divisions and the one thing that I like about him, or there's many many things I like about him, but when I was kind of like seeing like what he was doing, he had a start against the Marlins April 26, and it was it's been his worst start, which not too bad. Five and a third innings pitch, four earned run, earned runs. He gave three homers in that start, and kind of his first bad start of this season. He faced them again right afterwards, and usually pitchers hate that. His next start was against them in their place. And he goes seven innings pitch, three hits, no runs, no homers. So like, he's able to make adjustments, figure out things he was doing wrong, uh, you know, not serve the long ball up after he just did it. So I think that points to, in his instance, like future success and continued success. If you're able to make those adjustments. So I don't know if Atlanta fans were like banking on this guy to come up and do what he's done. I don't think so. Cause I, you know, pretty in tune with, know what's going on uh, but he's been a big part of why
0: they're at the top of the division and he's gonna have to continue to be because of the injuries and some of the inconsistency that we've seen in that rotation right I mean they're kind of locked into to three guys right now and in Strider Morton and Elder and then the other two spots they're still trying to mix and match and figure some things out Um he was exceptional last night I watched that game very closely he it could have gone sideways for him Dodgers got multiple runners on in each of the first three innings and didn't cash in against the kid. He keeps the ball in the ballpark. I think last night was just the fourth home run he had allowed all season. And it's interesting because some of his metrics are really weird. Like he's one of the hardest hit pitchers in baseball, but they get outs. I mean, I guess that's why there are fielders behind you. We'll turn some double plays. We'll get line drives. We'll get some deep fly outs that might, you know, palpitate your heart a little bit, but we're okay in the end. So he does a good job of dodging. I I don't know how long that can continue because sometimes with the hard hit numbers, they're going to, that's going to be a double down the line instead of a line out to the left fielder. But for right now, really impressive. Bryce Miller, I do like checking in on, but I'm telling you, I'm having a hard time getting past the blonde mullet with the mustache. I don't know. It's,
1: He's so impressive. The things that he's been doing, all of his stats come with a uh since nineteen oh one. When you when you start doing all those, right. like you know you're doing yes. something well. Back to yeah. Elder, I mean, you're right, he doesn't rank high on any like the baseball savant's um percentile list. In fact, like it's a very it looks like my shirt. There's a lot of blue on that. You don't want blue, <laughs> you want red on your baseball savant. Um, but results matter. And he's getting yes, results they do. right now. So
0: Uh, Sarah Langs, if you want to check out some of those stats on Bryce Miller, was uh, tweeting a few things out. Did a great job, as she always does. Uh, Trey Turner, it has been a miserable start to his Phillies career, but perhaps a little bit of a reprieve on Wednesday. Hit the game-tying homer in the ninth at forced extras, where the Phillies eventually ended up walking it off. Uh, Trey Turner's been hearing a lot of booze. He was asked about how he deals with that after the game.
1: She was tough on me um, from an early age, and uh, not much phases me so um, she, uh, she told me today she was booing me she actually texted me and said um, you know good game except for your fourth at bat and I said yeah not a good one and she said I was booing you so um, <clears throat> yeah she she's uh she's why I'm here.
0: one of the reasons why I'm here of course uh he's talking about his mom booing him how would you have handled your mom booing you
1: it's never happened i've had like i'll tell you let me tell you a quick story okay my parents have been very supportive of me my dad never really pushed me too hard he pushed my brother hard my older brother hard and i think he learned from that uh, so he never really pushed me i never really he just like ha- said have fun you know as long as you're working hard and and are determined like that's all i care about uh my mom she just loves me no matter what my dad one time this was in high school i was at this showcase it's like all-star game and it was me playing shortstop and then Chris Valleca who I grew up with was also that he was like a he was great above me but also a shortstop prospect and I made an error in the game like I cannot, I remember the play it's like a high chopper I came in to try to charge it I just missed the short hop it went under underneath my glove I was pissed I I was a good shortstop I didn't make errors too often so I was already hard on myself about it I wanted to make the play I get into the car after the game and he says what happened on that ball in the fourth inning I said ah I tried to go get that Short hop, I, I ran. I just didn't get there in time. And, you know, I did get my glove down. Yes. Malika would have made that play. Oh. I, I was so fucking mad at him. I gave him like the worst look. And again, obviously it bothered me because I still remember that to this day. But that was like the only time he ever said anything negative about my baseball game. And, you know, obviously it didn't happen that often because I remember the one instance that it did happen. But that's pretty low blow by my dad wasn't it
0: that's a rough one that's tough obviously neither of us ended up at
1: shortstop by the way
0: i was gonna say uh what i do for a living there's not much booing there's share of social media hate my parents obviously didn't have social media um there were some times that my parents were embarrassed with what i was doing programming wise (laughs) i hosted the first two celebrity boxings and my dad was like i remember calling him he's like yeah i watched it i don't really want to talk about it in fact there was a quote that somebody had done a an article on me and they were asking for a quote and uh he said when he was watching celebrity boxing he turned to my mom and said do you think we can get our money back from the private school that we sent him to after watching that i was like oh okay well i think he meant it in jest but perhaps not so uh, hey, being a dad is hard, the... by
1: the way, just so you know. Oh, it is. I, gosh, it I realized that. You,
0: yeah, you want to support your kids. There's no question. But there's times where you, at least your dad didn't publicly say that. At least he waited for the drive home.
1: No, they were great. They were great. Just that one time, dad. I remember yeah, it.
0: It still sticks with you. Ouch. It fucking ouch. does. Hey, we're back at it again on Friday to get your baseball weekend pointed in the right direction and your Memorial Day weekend. We'll want everybody to stay safe. Don't forget to get your MLB nine innings question of the day in by Thursday night so we can use it on Friday's show. For our one-of-a-kind producer, Dan Roy, and our uber-talented, even better than Chris Vileka, Trevor Plu. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Friday on Baseball Today.